left my dad's coat at a show The sound man found it, don't you know It took a while for me to get it back But we stayed in touch and made each other laugh And then we found a date that fit To meet up We recorded it In a hotel That's how the blue coat diaries started Mate, we've got an absolute banger today right and marcus and marcus (laughs) (laughs) but before we do anything i've got a confession right Mm. hang on it's nothing bad it's it's, if anything it's bad on me not you all right right okay just want you to know something you know the very first time we met up in the hotel yeah yeah podcast number one podcast zero almost practically a pilot wasn't it well, I realised that morning when you were heading over to the hotel yeah. that somehow I'd left my deodorant back in London and I thought, mm. right, I'm going to have a shower, but I don't want to be stinking for Mark coming round, right? So I went to the nearby Tesco and I bought a deodorant and I put that deodorant on and then you came round and we did the podcast. Now, since then, I've realised that that deodorant I bought was very much a deodorant for women. Was it? It was, and <laughs> I'd go as far as to say it's pretty perfumed. Pretty perfumed. Deodorant. Now, I know it's 2023, so you can wear whatever you want. It's a non-binary deodorant, mate. <laughs> it definitely wasn't, that's the thing. And I just want you to know, this is the confession, I just want you to know that, I, you know, I use that deodorant, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just want you to know that, because since then we've been doing it remotely, I don't actually smell like roses and buttercups and things i just want to get that off my chest it's been bugging me you're worried that i've spent the last five months or so sat here wondering does johnny always smell a bit like you know floral is that is that what you've been worried about i mean it's on my list it's been playing on your mind (laughs) i tell you what i feel a lot better having got that off my chest (laughs) do you i mean I've got quite a few problems in my life and the things like that they're not something that enter into it. For me, Oh, well that is a relief. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have cared. Plus, you're in a hotel, right? Yeah. And hotels always smell weird. I went to one the other day and it was like they had a different Glade plug-in, not the other day, recently. And it's like they had you go down one corridor, it's tropical fruit. And the next one, it was like eucalyptus menthol. And it was so strong and such an assault on the senses. It was like fucking Willy Wonka's hotel. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, it probably would have been just lost in the in, in the hotel funk. I think that's almost what I'm getting at. I don't want you to think that I smell like one of those full-on Glade plugins. You don't smell like a hotel. As long as you're okay about it, then I'm okay. And then we can we can... You know, we're getting to know each other more and more week in, week out. I just thought it was important for our friendship that you knew that I don't smell like a Glade plug-in. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, if it's a weight off your mind, it's a weight off my mind, Johnny. I mean, that's all I can say. It's been half-term, Johnny. And you had half-term last week, so you had... Yeah. You were in purgatory last week, weren't you? Was it rough? Yeah, like we said, we were going to have two ropey podcasts last week and this week, so how's it going? 
Well, I, I don't know what your situation is in the house on a day-to-day, but when I've got Finn, it's just me and a four-year-old with zero backup for 72 to 96 hours. Okay. So so I'm literally flying solo um, when I got that. I'll tell you, yesterday we had to wait in because I got him a new bed. I got him a new bed for him. Big bed. Nice. But we had to wait in all day for the bed delivery. And he's bored out of his mind, mate. Yeah. So it arrives about half three and I quickly realise he's not going to go up the stairs. <laughs> it's a one-piece divan and it's like a really tight turn. So tomorrow, not tomorrow, Friday, my dad's going to come round and we're going to see if we can, you know, I've already taken the banister off. I mean, I, I, at the moment I'm looking at, can we pull up the carpet to get enough millimetres to, to get it through? <laughs> I don't know. Well, listen, that is what dads are for. When we bought this house that we're in now, we had a sofa from our flat and one bit we managed to get into the lounge, the other bit wouldn't go in. So my dad came over, cut a bit off with a saw. (laughs) Now it fits. (laughs) Off the sofa. I've done that. I've done the feet off. You know, like the feet on the bottom of the sofa. They have them little kind of token wooden feet. But somehow, like... If it's your dad doing that sawing off of an end of a sofa, it seems okay, right? You sort of think, well, if dad thinks it's all right, it must be fine. I reckon. Yeah, I've looked at it and there's not really much to saw off a divan, is there? I mean, there's nothing to saw off a divan. It's just a a box. So, you know, we were talking about tribute bands and tribute band names and all that kind of stuff. All right, yeah, yeah. We had a great email this week from a girl called Julie T in Melbourne, Australia. Not Melbourne, the genesis of this podcast. No, she's in Australia, Melbourne, Australia. But you've reminded me of something, Mark. Talking of Melbourne, Derbyshire, where we both met at that gig that time. Uh I spoke to Just The Tonic this week. They're the promoters for that gig. And they wanted me to let the listeners know they've got some really brilliant big comedy shows coming up at that same venue, Melbourne in Derbyshire in May. They've got Sean Walsh come in. They've got Milton Jones come in. They've got Mark Watson come in. And the tickets for those, I think, are on sale now at justthetonic.com. So I just thought I'd let people know in case they wanted to go to, like, the birthplace of this podcast. Do do you know what else, Johnny? I I knew that. What? I I knew that they were doing it again. Because? Because? Because... A friend of mine, old colleague, who provides the audio equipment for that, has asked if I'm free to do the sound. Well, I hope you said no. Sorry? (laughs) Hope you said no, mate. Price has gone up. Have you you heard this part? You know. (laughs) Listen to me. If any comedians happen to leave their coat at that show... Oh, right. Yeah, you worried. I am worried. You leave it where it is, mate. Chuck it in the bin. We had a great email from a girl called Julie T. She sent me this image. I will show you on the screen, but I'm going to read it to you first because it's so great. Right. It's a removal guy, and he's called Lord of the Bins. That's his company name, Lord of the Bins. (laughs) And his tagline is, one ring to remove it all. (laughs) And then underneath that is his phone number. (laughs) It's good. What do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is good. One wing to waste clearance, yeah. See, I was confused to start with because you said removals, man. And I'm, when I'm thinking, 
I don't want to move house and it all to end up in a skip. Oh, I fucked it. But when you waste clearance, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that's good. I just wanted to say to the listeners, if anyone else has got any good ones like that, we will accept anything. Tribute bands, uh, we'll do shop names, you know, like fish and chip shops always have good ones, like the Codfather and stuff like that. Anything really, anything that me and Mark can get our teeth into, send it into the pod. Business puns, uh, they're great. I I live for that shit. My name's Mark. Mark Carver. Get ready for this, mate. Have I got enough tea for this? Are you sitting comfortably? Relatively, yeah. Have you got a fresh drink there? I do, mate. I've got a cup of tea. So it's winner, winner, chicken dinner on it. All right. Well, listen, hopefully this idea is a winner, winner, chicken dinner, because I'm about to pitch an idea to you, and I want you to just open your mind for this. Open your mind, all right? Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. This is my pitch. I've even written it down. Okay, got you. R2-D2. Right. C-3PO. Mm-hmm. BB-8. Yeah. What are those things saying to you, Mark? Um, no, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, they're saying... Um, and what, what are they? Robots and Star Wars. Yeah. Robots or droids. Droids, more specifically, yeah. Okay. And what do those robots and droids do for their owners? What do they do? Well, they've got they've got different tasks, haven't they? You know, C three PO is a protocol droid. He, he's there to yeah. interface <laughs> between alien races and and. I knew you'd know the answer. Of course, I'm a fucking nerd, Johnny. Of course, I know the answer. Yeah, he's a protocol droid. I mean, in a in a nutshell, for people that aren't as into it as say, like you know, I am and you are, right? Star Wars. They help their owners, right? Yeah, their owners. Okay, they're always sorting everything out. They're like they? dogs, but useful. They're like useful dogs. That's a good way of thinking about yeah. it. Now, in the last week, while the listeners have been going about their lives and we've been working really hard on the podcast, we've been talking about potentially having some guests on the podcast in the future. But the thing that we got a bit stuck on, Mark, right. the thing you might say we needed a bit of help with, Mark, was how the fuck are we going to come up with any good questions for those guests? Right, okay. So, here's where Johnny Awesome's brain is today. If we had a robot slash droid, the robot could come up with the questions. Right, okay. I think... So, well, here, here I am. Right. For next week, can you build us a robot slash droid that can ask questions so that we can then book some guests to come on the podcast and then <laughs> we can let the droid ask the questions? You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a week. <laughs> what do you mean? A week? How hard is it going to be? I mean, listen. Look. Anakin was like a little kid when he made C-3PO. Yeah. Like a little tiny child. Now, I'm looking at this. This is this is where our backgrounds might differ. Okay. I probably have, we could say that I've got perhaps more of an engineering background than, than, than you do, Johnny. Would that be fair to say? Tell me what your first thoughts are, Mark. Right. My first thought is, does this need to be a physical entity? Yes. <laughs> like, because programming and animatronics, it's not going to move. We're not going to have... All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a brief, right? 
It's got to make some noises, but it ultimately has to come up with the questions. It doesn't have to do anything like sweep up or tidy your room or anything like that. But it, ha it has to come up with the questions, and it would be good if it could also make some noises as well as coming up with the questions. Right, okay. Um, it's, not, it's not a clanger. <laughs> what was that program called that you used to make the outro song? It's, not, it, it's an AI. It's an, it's an artificial intelligence. Chat GPT. Chat GPT right. is the one that you can, can you not can you not start with Chat GPT? Do you think you're asking if I can use Chat GPT to create to become an integral part of a interview segment? Can you use it to build a robot slash droid that can ask questions in an interview situation? I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Let's just say yes, and my failure will probably be very entertaining. I think I think that's where we, we, we where we where we're headed with this. <laughs> How about this then? Dry run next week, <laughs> you can use it, we'll test it out, prototype, whatever. Oh Johnny, we're definitely going in dry bay. Oh god. Oh god. Do you remember when when I thought I had enough time to write an outro song and it turned out I had two hours? This is <laughs> this is where this is going as well. Oh. London, Tokyo, and Penzan, we want your correspondence. Oh, I like that one. That's that's great, man. You actually sound like you do like that one. Yeah, I do. But to me, you you you're going heavy metal. I think that's that's punk. That's a that's a. That's a, a London punk record. I'm supposed to be resting my voice this week because it went a bit <laughs> of the weekend from doing too many gigs. We've had so much stuff in, I thought the podcast needed its own like section and own jingle for this bit. So yeah. welcome to Correspondence. I'm going straight in with an email from a guy called Mike Ryder. He lives in Shrewsbury. He said, you'll love this. Hi, Johnny. I have the chance to listen to your podcast. Enjoyed it very much. Regarding finding things, we went on holiday with our son and his wife. They went home from the holiday before us, mm -hmm. and then I found his flat cap. Everywhere we went from then on, I sent him a photo of the cap saying it had been kidnapped. One at the cafe with a plate of food, at the bar with a pint, at the RNLI station, etc., etc. A few days later, my son texts back and said he didn't know why I sent him all these photos. He'd never seen that hat before. <laughs> yeah. Great, like right? Yeah, I love great. that. Just some, somebody else's hat. <laughs> We've also had some great duping stories in. Let me know what you think to these, Mark. Kelly Marie Clark said... I spent most of my younger life genuinely believing a story that my parents told me about broccoli growing on trees. <laughs> you know those weird trees that yeah. from afar kind of look like yeah. a piece of broccoli? Yeah. Do you know which ones I mean? She said, on hearing many years later that this was a lie, I can confirm most of my childhood has been ruined. <laughs> I, I tell my son regularly that um, coconuts are bare eggs. That is so mental. What is next on the list? Read that if you can. No, no. A friend used to cover up labels of well-known supermarket labels say bear eggs. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Is that connected to you? A no. friend used to cover up the coconut labels in well-known supermarkets with labels saying bear egg. What is the odds <laughs> of me saying that, that I tell my son, who's four, that they're bear eggs? 
I also, te- if you've got one about avocados being crocodile eggs as well, then there's something really going on. We've got a classic here as well. You must have heard this one before. Diane Jones says, my mum used to tell me and my older sister and my younger brother that if the ice cream man was playing his song as he drove by, it meant he'd run out of ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. It's an oldie, but it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That means they've run out, mate. Yeah. (laughs) One more of these. Lynette Blatley said, I went abroad and saw a DKNY purse in a shop window. The sales assistant went in the back, brought one out and wrapped it up quickly at the till. We paid for it and left unwrapped it on the plane to notice it was any guesses mark um i i I don't know well the purse you saw in the window was dkmy that's donna karen new york isn't it that'd be expensive right is that what it is is that a designer thing it's a designer thing not one i particularly go for but yeah that's what it is anyway when she unwrapped it on the plane she noticed it was dnky it was a switcheroo (laughs) which almost spells donkey (laughs) <laughs> yeah, donkey. <laughs> All I was thinking the whole way through was like donkey. I'm like, that can't be it. But it is. <laughs> she basically bought a donkey bag. And listen to this. We've had a couple of really nice emails in from comedians. We've got one from Michael Legg. He's a great act. Check out Michael Legg next time you go to a live show if you can, because he's very funny. This is talking about meeting somebody by chance and all that kind of stuff we've chatted about before on the pod. He said, I met a guy in the queue for the comedy store. We started talking about heavy metal. By the end of the night... We were flatmates. I met him in 1989 and we're still best mates to this day. Cool, right? Yeah. By the end of the night, we were flatmates. Well, obviously one of them must have needed a flatmate. And then we've also had an email from the lovely Susan Murray. She's a comedian on the scene that I've gigged with many times. And she said she bumped into her best mate at Camden Palace in 1988. It was all happening in 88 and 89, mate, with the comedians of uh, London. And she said they, be, they got chatting because she was wearing a new model army T-shirt and we still go and see them together over three decades later. And she said, <laughs> to finish, in capital letters, mush pit. <laughs> so that's this week's correspondence. If you want to get in touch with us, I think at the moment the stuff we're still kind of chatting about, bits and bobs, are duping stories. Have you ever been duped? Have you ever duped anybody else? Fate mate, which is like meeting somebody by chance, some sort of strange thing like that, and becoming friends or partners or whatever. And we could still take a few for losing and finding things because that cap story was great, wasn't it, Mark? It was. <laughs> I just like the way. I just like the way it just had. He's like, what are you doing? Who's is that hat? <laughs> you know, it's great. Uh, the thing I like about that is you sort of see that dynamic between a father and a sort of teenage son or whatever. And I'm, I'm imagining he's like a teenager or he's like 20 or something. And the son's gone home, right? Yeah. And the dad is sending all those pictures back to him, right? And he's not replying because it says like after a week or something, he replied and said, I don't know why you're sending me all those photos. So I haven't seen <laughs> yeah. that before. What I like about that is he's like, he's not getting any response. He's not getting any encouragement <laughs> or any kind of likes or laughter faces from his son. But he's still doing it. Yeah, he's yeah, still doing yeah. it. Mike is still sending them. Well... <laughs> I think it says a lot about sort of um, middle middle age to twilight years men who perhaps don't have as much to do as they used to have to do. Are you are you saying that about this pod? <laughs> <laughs> I listen, if the shoe fits, Johnny, you know. <laughs> it does. It fits it does. like a glove. <laughs> it's, it's a Cinderella story. <laughs> 
A shoe fitting like a glove. That's a terrible idea, Johnny. What a mess. <laughs> it's time for the Made Up Awards. Okay, it's time for the first ever Made Up Awards. Are you excited about this, Mark? I, I'm absolutely ecstatic, Johnny. I can't. I can't wait. It's landmark, hallmark moment, milestone, landmark, one of those. <laughs> okay, the first award ever on the Blue Coat Diaries podcast is the Late for Her Own Funeral Award, which goes to Joe O'Dwyer, and it was sent in by John O'Dwyer in Colville. <laughs> That's good, yeah. I like that. My mother always said that, that I'd be late for my own funeral, and my grandfather... Uh, was always late for everything and his surname was lee and they were collectively known as the late lees you know <laughs> oh that's good yeah i really like that now when we did the shout out for these made up awards and you can still send them in by the way we're going to do them every now and again on the pod so just send them in nominate somebody and send them in i just wondered how long it would take for the tone to be lowered it didn't take long mark as you will see on the next award that was sent in by Emma Poulton of Rochdale. And I'm very excited to announce that the loudest farter award okay. is going to Richard Walker. <laughs> Richard Walker, thank you for your services. Yeah, uh, that didn't take long, did it? We're going to do one more of these today. And it's a bit of a curveball, Mark. You might like this because this one is the Dopiest Dog in the World Award. And it's going out to Paddy in Northumberland. Hey, Paddy the Pup. Go on, lad. Paddy the Pup. Yeah. That's been sent in by Steve Davison. Thank you so much. If you want to send in a made-up award, just remember to tell us who you're nominating, what the award should be, and tell us where they live. Storm in right, I'm getting a little bit cross with the whole storm in a cod... cod? <laughs> storm in a cod piece, Johnny. That's what they used to call me back in my school days. Storm in a cod piece. Here he comes. <laughs> storm in a cod piece, Carver. <laughs> Can't me all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Listen up. Storm in a podcast is yeah. it's not happening right now. I'm just going to be completely honest about it. I don't know if you remember, but last week a guy called Ray was going to speak to his contact at JD Sports. Right. To see if he could get us in touch with Peter Storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we're trying to get this sponsorship. He's failed, mate. Ray's failed. But you know what? I've failed too. All my attempts to speak to Peter Storm and JD Sports have come to nothing. No one's coming back to us. No one's coming back to Ray. So I'll do a quick shout out now to the listeners. If anybody out there knows anyone that works at Peter Storm or anybody that works for JD Sports, let us know. I'm not up for flogging a dead horse, okay? I don't want this to be the flogging a dead horse podcast. That's probably already being done. So... Here's my thought today. Tell me what you think to this, Mark. I think maybe we should open this up a bit and say right. to anybody listening, do you want to get involved with sponsoring the podcast in some way? We don't really care what company you are, what you make, what you do. We just want free stuff. I think that's good. I mean, Peter Storm's um, waterproof tea bags 
I don't think I would have enjoyed them. But, you know, something like Yorkshire tea, that would work for me. Let's just say someone's listening to the pod and enjoying it. Right. And they think, you know, I could send them something to have a look at or something to try or yeah. an experience to go on. You know, someone might say, hey, I work for a company that does red letter days. How do you two guys fancy going up in a helicopter and flying over Melbourne, Derbyshire, <laughs> for example? We've missed Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? It could be anything. Or someone might say, I work for a company that makes biscuits. I'm going to send yeah. you a load of biscuits. Who doesn't like biscuits? You can try them out on the pod. Yeah, nut free for me, though. Yeah. Not for me. It's just if I leave nuts lying around the house, my toddler might inflate like a balloon. I'll have to inject him with stuff. Has he got a nut allergy? Oh, yeah. Nobbeds. Peanut allergy. Who does that? Absolute nightmare. That's given that song a whole new sinister meaning, hasn't it? Which which song? Found a peanut. Found a peanut. (laughs) That one. I love the way you expected me to instantly think of that song. (laughs) What other songs songs are there about peanuts? Mate, I was struggling to think of one. I think that's it. And let's let's be honest, it wasn't exactly a number one, was it? All right, so for now, if anybody out there listening has got a company and they want to chat to us about investing, sponsoring the pod, sending us free stuff... Do get in touch with the podcast, okay? Yeah. Did that sound pretty good, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for all, all those emails to come flooding in. You know, <laughs> we'll be retired next week. His name is Mark Carver And he'd rather be playing video games Than not the dating game But it's time for love It's time for love, Mark Right, Mark, mm. last week on the pod, yeah. in a nutshell, we were talking about you having signed up to OKCupid. Is that the right name, OKCupid? It is, yeah, yeah. And the plan was to see if you could make contact with one of your 41 likes. Yeah. What's the latest? I've looked at it a couple of times. Um, yeah. I sent some messages. I sent about six or seven messages out to... Um, people that I'd, I'd liked on there. You know, I thought that person looks like they might be interesting. So I did that and I got no replies. None. Oh. No responses whatsoever. But... Just to check. Yeah. Just to check. Um, would you be able to get the responses? Yeah, I believe so. So six messages sent and no replies. Yeah. I did have someone introduce themselves to me, though. Oh, hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, she's. Can you tell us a little bit more without giving away any personal details? This is this is what I, I want to do. I I don't want to give away too much because I don't want no. this person. She seems nice. Um, I'm not sure that we're compatible as a um. Yeah, I'm not sure that in a relationship way. I'm not sure we're compatible there. Are you thinking? She seems great, but you don't think she's the right match for you? Yeah. The, the algorithm says it's only a 56% match, which I'm inclined to agree with. Yeah. Maybe as a next step, what I'm thinking, and obviously it's your life, but I'm thinking maybe mm. you're going to say to her, you know, thanks very much. I'll let you know if 
you know, I want to chat further or something like that. Or, you know, send something polite back, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. And then maybe, because I know you've been really busy and everything, mm. maybe send out some more messages, do you think? Try and make yeah, a bit more contact? Yeah, I, I, I will try and send out some more. Yeah. This lady seems lovely, but I don't think I'm, you know. She says things like, professional man, I love a man in a suit. Oh, dear. You're absolutely fucked there, mate. No, I do look great in a suit, though, but it's not. It's not me. I'm not that. I'm not what she's looking for. One more question on this, Mark. Are you happy that you can contact people without us having to raise the £40? Yeah. (laughs) Jangling a tip. Um... Yeah, I think, I mean, look, most of the other people on this are not doing that 40 quid thing either. So I think if they are, if they're really utilising this to try and find someone, then I think we'll give it another week and then we need to look at other avenues. Okay, good stuff. So to wrap this bit up, first of all, well done for contacting those people. Let's not be disheartened by the fact that they didn't come back. We've had somebody message you, which is fantastic. And I think your idea is a good one. Let's do another week. Yeah. If you see how many that you can send over, try and make some more contact. If it's not happening then, then maybe we'll look at changing it up. How's that? I think I think that's probably in this experiment, I think that's probably it's probably time to 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 move things in that direction, yeah. Okay, it's time for the call to Marcus Carter. Good news, though, Mark. Mm-hmm. He has recorded the drums for his jingle. All right, yeah. I'll play that in a second. But if you don't know who we're talking about, if you're new to the podcast, this is our friend Marcus. He lives in a van and he plays the drums. And we like to call him. There's more to him than that, obviously, but that's the, the crux of the item. We're going to call him in a moment. And we're going to find out where he is, what he's doing. And also, we're going to talk to him about the idea that we've had of advertising the podcast on the side of his fucking van. Yeah. His name is Marcus. And he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're going to call him and find out where he's at. Okay, Marcus, let's start with this. Where are you right now and what are you doing? I am right now in Sweden and I Ooh. have been uh, messing about with drums today, uh, setting drums up, tuning snare drums and uh, working on some cover songs that I will be doing with a band uh, in March. Fantastic. And Marcus, can we just say... Great job on the drums for the jingle. Come on, Mark. Give it up for Marcus there. Give it up for him. Can I just say, as an audio engineer, great job on being one of the one in eight drummers that actually bothers to tune the damn things. Yeah, that's that's always nice. Was it fun to record a reggae beat? It was fun to do the reggae beat. I um, I put a beanie hat on and um, and, uh, felt the the vibe and... um, and then realised I only needed to do it for about 12 seconds. So I took the beanie hat off and just hit the damn things. I've got a bit of news for you about the can we advertise on the side of the van idea. I think you're going to like this, boys. I've been contacted by a wonderful company in Croydon. Give it up for Croydon. Always representing, always got your back, Croydon has. Yeah. 
And this company's called brownsigns.com. Let me make sure I said that right. They're called brownsigns.com. They make brilliant signs to go on the side of vans and all sorts of other things. And the dude there has said to me, he's going to do us a deal. He's going to sort us right out. He's going to give us some discount and he's going to do us two signs to go on the side of Marcus's van. What do you think to that, Marcus? See, I don't know where to start, really. Like, let, let's start here. Brown signs, okay? I, is there more information about that? I, I've had a few brown signs in the past, and they've never turned out pretty good. Listen, I'll tell you um, now, this, this bit is not going to make it into the pod because I've got to big up this company for helping us not take them down. Listen up both. There is more to this idea than meets the brown eye. Brown signs. I've had a really great idea, right? This is what we're going to do. We have got to pay some money for this, okay? We're getting a great discount from Brown Signs, but we have to... We have to... I can't stop. Uh, Johnny, you appear to have lost your shit, mate. <laughs> you, you maybe need to pay a visit to Brown Signs. They could probably sort you out. I'm literally crying here. I just <laughs> shit. Come to Brownside. You know the best bit of this? I actually, in my brain, thought, will they maybe say something about the name? <laughs> will like they? Like a little question, like a small something? question mark. I thought, you fucking met us, Johnny. <laughs> oh, right, listen, here we go. We are going to say something, but I've had a really great idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work this all out, and I'm gonna add a thing to my shop on JohnnyAwesome.com where people can put in to this idea, and in return, as well as the thing we're gonna have as the main sign, they can have their name on the sign, their name going round the country, round the world. So all we need to do now is we need to decide what we're going to put on the side of the van yeah. plus the people's names. And I was thinking maybe what we'll do is, I don't know what you think of this. This is off the top of my head, but I was thinking maybe we'll have something like, bearing in mind you're driving around in the van, Marcus, and you're on yes, the podcast. I am. I, I am thought something, I thought something like this. I thought something like, listen to me on the Blue Coat Diaries podcast so that people think, oh, that's interesting. I'll check that out. Because ultimately we want people to listen to the podcast. And then I thought maybe... It's like a kind of cheeky thing to finish it off. Maybe in a different colour, we could have honk if you're horny. <laughs> Didn't you have different colours from brown signs? Just one thing I would say, Johnny, is yeah. that perhaps honk if you're horny, it doesn't, it doesn't really tie in with the podcast, does it? Well, that bit's more for Marcus in the van. <laughs> do you know what i mean let's all get something out of this is what i'm thinking we need to work on the advert part of the sign but i think it's a good idea isn't it that the listeners can have their names on it marcus you're okay with that bit right yes great okay so <laughs> <laughs> 
before he changes his mind. Um, Marcus, thank you so much for your time. I hope we haven't put you off being a part of this podcast with our Van Sign antics. I just, I've, I feel like I'm a, a little bit in shock. <laughs> I didn't know you'd go as far as contacting Van Signs, and uh, I didn't know that this folly would become listen it's it's mark shaking his head <sighs> listen you, you should see all the shit that he makes me do you know what he wants me to do for next week <laughs> well go on then i've got to build a fucking robot mate that asks <laughs> questions to an interview guest i've got a week marcus how wicked would it be right <laughs> if we had a big guest on the show and i reckon we could get some good guests if we had a big guest on the show and we didn't ask the questions but we had like a robot droid like a c3po or an r2d2 that did some noises and then spat out a question to the guest don't you think that would be a fucking brilliant thing on a podcast so you mean basically get someone in more sentient than you are yeah that's the whole reason we need it <laughs> Sounds like a good idea, actually. Right, Marcus, thank you very much for today. We'll call you next week. Look after yourself and take good care. Goodbye. See you later, mate. Bye. Bye. Do you remember last week you told me you're almost doing monitors for Eric Clapton's story? (laughs) Yeah, the time I didn't do monitors for Eric Clapton. So I tweeted Eric Clapton... (laughs) <laughs> about that you want me to read you the tweet oh god yeah go on um, don't worry i didn't get you in any shit i said my friend mark who is a sound engineer met you when you played with hawkwind in guildford he said as you were so chilled and undiva like and just wanted to hear your amp he wasn't needed so on his cv it says almost did monitors for eric clapton <laughs> laughing face and guess who retweeted it, Mark? That's my question to you. Who retweeted my tweet? <laughs> Surely not Eric Clapton. <laughs> no, not Eric Clapton. <laughs> uh, Hawkwind. <laughs> Hawkwind! Did they really? <laughs> Do you think maybe in the future we could get someone from Hawkwind to come on the pod once we've got the robot built? I don't know. Probably the person I keep in touch with most is is there bassist he's probably quite he's quite a new addition he's only been with him a couple of years but he's one of the loveliest men of he's just a lovely man okay i think that's about it for this week mark we've got a new episode out next friday please keep listening please spread the word definitely subscribe if you can bear to do it give us a nice five star review look after your gear that's important and We'll see you next week. It's goodbye from me, Johnny Awesome. And it's goodbye from me, Mark Carver.